John George Haig, born on July 24, 1909, was commonly known as the Acid Bath Murderer. He was an English serial killer convicted for the murder of six people, although he claimed to have killed nine. Haig battered to death or shot his victims and disposed of their bodies using sulfuric acid before forging their signatures so he could sell their possessions and collect large sums of money. As a child, Haig was born in Stamford, Lincolnshire, and he was raised in the village of Outwood, West Riding, Yorkshire. His father, John Robert Haig, was an engineer, and his mother, Emily Hudson, were both members of the Plymouth Brethren, a conservative Protestant sect. Haig claimed later that he suffered from reoccurring religious nightmares in his childhood, but he had developed a great proficiency at the piano, which he had learned at home. He was fond of classical music and often attended concerts. After school, he was apprenticed to a firm of motor engineers, and after a year, he left that job and took jobs in insurance and advertising. Age 21, he was dismissed after being suspected of stealing from a cash box. This is believed to be one of his first crimes. On July 6, 1934, Haig married 23-year-old Beatrice, or Betty, Hammer. The marriage soon disintegrated, and the same year that Haig was jailed for fraud, Betty gave birth while he was in prison, although she placed the baby girl for adoption and left Haig. Haig's conservative family ostracized him from then onwards. Haig moved to London in 1936 and became chauffeur to William McSwan, a wealthy owner of amusement arcades. He also maintained McSwan's amusement machines. Thereafter, he pretended to be a solicitor named William Cato Adamson with offices in Chancery Lane, London, Guildford, Surrey, and Hastings, Sussex. He was sold fraudulent stock shares perpetually from the estates of his deceased clients at below market rates. His scam was uncovered by someone who noticed he had misspelled Guildford as Guildford on his letterhead. Haig received a four-year prison sentence for fraud. When Haig was released, he was released just after the start of the Second World War. He continued as a fraudster and was sentenced to several further terms of imprisonment. Regretting that he had left victims alive to accuse him, he became intrigued by French murderer Georges Alexandre Serret, who had disposed of his bodies using sulfuric acid. Haig experimented with field mice and found that it only took 30 minutes for the body to dissolve. Haig was freed from prison in 1943 and became an accountant with an engineering firm soon after. By chance, he bumped into his former employer, William McSwan, in a Kensington pub. McSwan introduced Haig to his parents, Donald and Amy. McSwan worked for them by collecting rents on their London properties, and Haig became envious of his lifestyle. On September 6, 1944, McSwan disappeared. Haig later admitted he had lured McSwan into a basement on Gloucester Road, hit him over the head with a lead pipe, and then put his body in a 40-gallon drum with concentrated sulfuric acid. Two days later, finding that McSwan's body had mostly dissolved, Haig emptied the drum into a manhole. He told McSwan's parents that their son had gone into hiding in Scotland to avoid being called up for the military service. Haig then began living in McSwanson's house and collecting rent from McSwanson's parents. They became curious as to why their son had not returned, and as the war was coming to an end, on July 2nd, 1945, he lured them into Gloucester Road by telling them their son was back for Scotland for a surprise visit. There he killed them with blows to the head and disposed of them. 
Haig then stole McSwanson's pension checks and sold his parents' properties for around 8000 and moved into the Onslow Court Hotel in Kensington. Haig was a gambler, and by 1947, he was running short of money. To solve his financial troubles, he found another couple to kill and rob, Dr. Archibald Henderson and his wife Rose. After finding interest in a house that they were selling, he was invited to the Henderson's flat by Rose to play piano for their housewarming party. While at the flat, Higgs stole Archibald Henderson's revolver, planning to use it in his next crime. Renting a small workshop at 2 Leopold Road, Crawley, Sussex, he moved acid and drums there from Gloucester Road. Higg was also known to have stayed at Crawley's Hotel, the George, on several occasions. On February 12, 1948, he drove Henderson to his workshop on the pretext of showing him an invention. When they arrived, Haig shot Henderson in the head with a stolen revol revolver. He then lured Miss Henderson to the workshop, claiming that her husband had fallen ill and shot her as well. After disposing of the Henderson's bodies in oil drums filled with acid, he forged a letter with their signatures and stole all of their possessions and then sold them for $8,000 except for their car and dog, which he kept. Haig's next and last victim was Olive Durand Deacon, 69 years old, the wealthy widow of solicitor John Durand Deacon and a fellow resident on the Onslaught Court Hotel. Haig, by then, was calling himself an engineer, and Olive mentioned an idea to him that she had for artificial fingernails. He invited her down to the Leopold Road workshop on February 18, 1949, and once inside, he shot her in the back of the neck with the .38 caliber. He had stripped her of her valuables, including a Persian lamb coat, and put her into the acid bath. Two days later, Duran Deacon's friend, Constance Lane, reported her missing. Detectives soon discovered Haig's record of theft and fraud and, and searched the workshop. Police found Haig's attache case containing a dry cleaner's receipt for Mrs. Duran Deacon's coat and also papers referring to the Hendersons and McSwans. The workshop in Sussex rented by Haig did not contain a floor drain, unlike the workshop he had rented at Gloucester Road in London. He therefore disposed of the remains by pouring out the container on a rubble pile at the back of the property. Investigation of the area by pathologist Keith Simpson revealed 28 pounds of human body fat, part of a human foot, human gallstones, and part of a denture, which was later identified by Mrs. Durandicon's dentist during the trial. Haig asked Detective Inspector Albert Webb during questioning, tell me, frankly, what are the chances of anybody being released from Broadmoor, a high-security psychiatric hospital? The investigator said that he could not discuss that sort of thing, so Haig replied, well, if you told the truth, you would not believe me. It sounds too fantastic to believe. Haig then confessed that he had killed Duran Deacon, the McSwanses, and the Hendersons, as well as three other people, a young man called Max, a girl from Eastbourne, and a woman from Hammersmith. These claims could not be substantiated. Haig's trial was held at Louis Assis's. Haig pleaded insanity, claiming that he had drunk the blood of his victims. He said he had dreams dominated by blood as a young boy, and when he was involved in a car accident in March 1944, his dream returned to him. I saw before me a forest of crucifixes, which gradually turned into trees. At first there appeared to be dew or rain dripping from the branches, but as I approached I realized it was blood. 
The whole forest began to writhe, and trees dark and erect to ooze blood. A man went from each tree catching the blood, and when the cup was full he approached me. Drink, he said, but I was unable to move. It only took minutes for the jury to find him guilty. Mr. Jessup, Mr. Travis Humphreys sentenced him to death, and on August 10th, 1949, Hay drank a brandy just before they began to hang him by executioner Albert Pierpoint.